Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, Ministry of Greater Works Christian Church, right here in beautiful Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. Here, I will discuss theology, doctrine, politics, social and cultural issues, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. But basically, I flip tables. Please remember to download each episode. That's very important. Download each episode. Hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I am Rob O'Brien, leader of the Robobots. It is Tuesday, March 14th, 4.11 p.m. afternoon or early evening, depending on how you look at it. It's a right now a sunny, I'm sorry, not sunny, rainy Tuesday. The sun was poking out just a little while ago, and then now I'm looking out the window, and I can see that it's raining again. We desperately need the rain, and I thank God for the rain. So please, don't let me catch you praying against the rain. Just pray that everybody be safe while we get this life-giving water to our state. I was doing some research, and along the lines of some things that I've been talking about, I was looking for more information on train derailments. I was looking for more information about the video release uh, from January 6th. I was So I was along those lines looking and finding some stuff, reading some stuff, but nothing really clicked for me. For I want to give my listeners, my fans, the people that support me, I want to give you the best. So I didn't want to give you something just because, so I just kept looking. And then I accidentally came across an article and a video, a little video clip with an article attached to it entitled DeSantis Politicizing Education by Teaching Kids the Evils of Communism, NBC anchor Chuck Todd claims. And of course, that captured my attention. Anytime that you see something like that or anytime I see something like this in a news outlet, it makes me wonder, you know, uh, what are they saying about DeSantis? when he's trying to teach kids or wants to teach kids the evils of communism, because communism truly is evil. And I'm going to show you that in just a minute. So I read it and I watched the little video. Then I read the article. And again, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all of you who, you know, I've done some great research and I had found that the people that listen to my podcast regularly are among some of the brightest and most intelligent people on the face of the planet. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I did my own research. Of course, um, the research I did was in my mind, but nonetheless, it was research. I had to find it in there. And anyways, I really honestly believe, not everybody that listens to this once, but if you're listening to this, you're either among the most educated or you are becoming the most educated, not because of my podcast, but because there's a certain... uh, we called it, what was that name again? What was that name? It's not very common. We don't use that any. Oh yeah, common sense, which is not that common anymore. But those of you who listen to this, and it's again, it's not about listening to this. So please don't misunderstand. I'm just having fun with it, ladies and gentlemen, but it's not about that. It's about there's something that captures your heart, captures your mind, and you say, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and it's not just me. It's it's just like, again, it's not about this podcast. Take away this podcast and you would be finding somebody else that you would listen to and agree with because of this thing called common 
sense. You see, right now in this country, we have this push by many, especially our intellectuals, teaching in in colleges and universities. They're trying to push this idea of Marxism, communism, and they're training up and teaching up all these young people, these young minds full of mush, as Rush Limbaugh used to say way back in the day, uh, the virtues of communism and Marxism, like we should scrap capitalism, which is so evil, and and embrace this thing called communism because it's so compassionate. Communism is compassionate. Socialism is compassionate. Marxism, well, Marx was just such a wonderful human being and so compassionate that we should embrace their ideas and turn this country into the United States of communism and uh, scrap capitalism altogether because it's so evil. It's it's, you know, every time I say that, I think of Dr. Evil with his little pinky up to his mouth. It's so evil. You know, it, it, anyways, I'm waiting for some mini me to come out with his little pinky up and going evil. You know, it's maybe that squirrel will come along and say, oh, it's evil. I don't know, but we'll see. You're not a communist, are you? Because communists are stupid. Anyways, I couldn't contain myself. I had to just stop because I was about to make myself really laugh. Um. I know, uh, you see, I'm a dad, and even to make it worse, I'm a granddad as well. So not only do I have dad jokes, I have granddad jokes. And, of course, I find them hysterical, and other people just look at me like, uh, is he serious? As long as I have fun, that's all that matters. Anyways, let me read this, this article. And I have another article to follow up with this, and they are very much related, as you will see. But I want to read this first article to see, (laughs) so you can see where... Governor DeSantis of Florida is coming from and where this uh, Chuck Todd and these other people are coming from. This was published March 12th, just two days ago, 6 p.m., March 12th, 2023 at 6 p.m. And let me see if I can find the, the person who, oh, Lindsay Cornick, associate editor at Fox News Digital. So Lindsay Cornick wrote this and had it published Two days ago, March 12th, says DeSantis politicizing education by teaching kids the evils of communism, NBC anchor Chuck Todd claims. Governor DeSantis first announced efforts to teach on communism in high schools back in 2021. So this goes back about two years. Chuck Todd, host of NBC's Meet the Press, accused Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican of Florida, of politicizing Florida schools after promoting plans for an annual lesson on the impact of communist regimes. Todd spoke with a panel on the possibility of DeSantis becoming a Republican nominee for president in 2024. While they speculated that DeSantis is being positioned as an alternative alternative to former President Trump, Todd questioned whether DeSantis is planning on talking to swing voters after what he said while appearing in Las Vegas on Saturday. We're also, sorry, this is DeSantis saying this, we're also the first state in the country to establish every November 10, the day in our schools is earmarked to teach our students at all grade levels about the evils of communist regimes throughout history. We're going to tell the truth about Marxism and Leninism, DeSantis said. So I want to stop right there, ladies and gentlemen, and just kind of back back up to the first paragraph where Chuck Todd is going on about DeSantis and um, becoming the Republican nominee and, and speculated that DeSantis is being positioned 
as an alternative to President Trump. Uh, and Todd, uh, what was his name, Chuck Todd, questioned whether DeSantis is planning on talking to swing voters, planning on talking to swing voters after he's, what he said while appearing in Las Vegas on Saturday. So, so DeSantis comes out, ladies and gentlemen, and says that he wants to uh, continue or to teach on the evils in Florida schools, on the evils of communism. All right. And now Chuck Todd is wondering if DeSantis is even going to speak to the swing voters or is he is he talking to the swing voters or planning on talking to the swing voters? Um, that kind of caught me when I first read that and I first heard that because I'm thinking he was talking to everybody. That isn't a Republican or conservative only idea. That should be an American ideal to talk about the evils of regimes and political mindsets and governmental mindsets and nations that hated us historically, okay, and came against us and we against them. If you remember the Cold War that came to an end, what was it, in the 80s? The Cold War uh, against Russia. And um, so we were genuinely in, in real reality at war with communism and in reality have been. So this is my opinion. It's not in this article, but my opinion is anybody, anyone, all right, that uh, pushes communism, Marxism, socialism, or to put it here, Leninism, any of those isms that go against the American constitution, the American way of life, and what we have built here in the West, in my opinion, there are traitors. And I don't think that's just opinion of myself, because back in the day, what was it, in the 50s, I believe, they used to round up and put in prison. The FBI would round up and put in prison communists in this nation, people pushing communism and all those other isms. So how is it that since maybe the 1950s up until present that that we have less than 100 years, we have gotten so far away from what this nation really is and what it stands for and what really made it great? And how is it that we're allowing these communist Marxist-leaning uh, professors in our on our college campuses to push something that's so anti-American? How is it that we are allowing them to be traitors, traitors to our own country, to its foundings, to our founding documents, and to absolutely every man and woman who died overseas fighting against all these isms on foreign soil. And now they're embraced in our colleges. How is that possible, ladies and gentlemen? So when DeSantis of Florida, Republican of Florida, comes out and says, I want to teach on the evils of communism, that should not shock any true American at all. That shouldn't be a divisive idea or ideology or concept at all. As a matter of fact, it should be unifying, unifying in many ways, but especially unifying around our founding documents, our constitution, our way of life, our freedoms, our liberties. And guys like Chuck Todd is trying to make this a big negative. Well, Chuck Todd, I'm sorry, but... um. If you have a problem with this, maybe, just maybe, Chucky baby, you are the traitor. So quit throwing stones at DeSantis for wanting to be an American, act like American, talk like American, teach our children to love this nation and to be Americans. 
Chucky baby, maybe you should stop having left leanings, communist leanings, Marxist leanings, and come over to the true American side and enjoy this thing called liberty and freedom. Oh, you do actually, because you enjoy the idea of liberty and freedom to speak stupid and foolishly against people like DeSantis and other Americans who stand up for the American way of life. You enjoy the Constitution when it benefits you. You enjoy the freedom of the press when it benefits you. But you're going to be a liberal sounding point using conservative ideas and values to push your left-leaning uh, nonsense and garbage, aren't you, Chucky? Lord have mercy. Anyways, let me get on with this. Todd suggested that hit this initiative in particular appears to be DeSantis going out of his way to politicize teaching. Again, I'm sorry, I have to make just a small observation on that. What do you think the left, Democrats, and the left have been doing in this nation for the last hundred years? Taking over education and implementing left-leaning ideologies, politicizing everything from kindergarten to graduate school and everything in between. So Chucky, Chucky, uh, maybe you should stand back and really look at what's going on. DeSantis is just saying, I'm an American, this is America, and we're going to teach American values. That's it. To me, there's no uh, politicizing at all. It's teaching the truth. But let me go on. He goes on to say, you know, Jonathan, it's sort of like, look, being a Floridian, I sort of know what he's trying to play there and all of that. But I would tell him, I went to Florida public schools. We were taught this. It was called history. It just seems like a weird politicizing. You know, he's going out of his way to politicize something, Todd said. Now, again, I have to, I, I have to stop on this one. So here, his own quote, where he says, I went to Florida public schools. We were taught this. It's called history. Okay, what are they talking about? DeSantis wanting to teach about the evils of communism. So, Chucky Baby here was taught in the Florida schools about the evils of communism. And he said it's called history. Okay, so, Chuck Todd, dude, you were taught it. Okay, I'm going to assume that you were taught it. Okay, just as you said. And I'm assume that it's probably still being taught just because of what DeSantis said. Now, what you're admitting to. So, if this is called history, the evils of communism is called history. Why do you suddenly have a problem with DeSantis trying to focus on it, especially in light of world events and what's happening right here in our nation? You should be praising DeSantis for teaching the truth. You just said yourself, you called it history and that you were already taught this in Florida schools. Okay, so why are you berating DeSantis now for wanting to focus on something when it's on the uprise in our nation. Could it be, Mr. Todd, that now you are a left leaner yourself and you are part of a party and a system that's more and more and more on a daily, moment by moment basis, embracing Marxism, embracing communism, embracing all of these wicked isms that historically have been just that, wicked and evil. Could it be, Mr. Todd, that now you are starting to feel a little conviction and instead of admitting to it and pulling back and getting to the right side of this issue, you're going you're gonna to demonize the guy who really wants to talk about it 
put it out there and teach our children this wickedness so they don't get caught up in it later. I don't know, Mr. Todd. This is just very strange that you would even pick this as a subject matter to talk about when you yourself just admit it that you learned about it and it's called history. It's called the wickedness, the evil of communism is simply history. And when you learn true history, you learn that communism is evil. So why is it that communism is being taught in our school system as a good thing? Listen, you should be hailing DeSantis as a hero in this. And you should be helping him to champion this idea. This isn't about Democrat or Republican. This is coming down to just being a true patriotic American. Chucky, maybe you should try it. You just might like it. And you just might find that the sun shines a little brighter on the right side of things instead of on the left. Let me go on, ladies and gentlemen. DeSantis originally announced legislation that would require high school students to learn about the evils of communism and totalitarian ideologies in civics courses back in 2021. In May, he also signed a bill designating November 7th as Victims of Communism Day. The bill required at least 45 minutes of class time instructing students on communist regimes such as the Soviet system and the Chinese Cultural Revolution, as well as the people who suffered under them. Politico, senior political columnist Jonathan Martin, agreed that DeSantis was politicizing the issue because countering wokeism is the only unifying Republican force. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, who is this guy, Politico? Jonathan Martin, you have, if that's what you honestly believe, which I, 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 I don't, I'm going to assume, I'm going to hope that you're a little bit smarter than that. Yes, we are countering wokeism because wokeism is destroying this country and destroying our young people especially, so we are countering it. But that's not the only unifying force. But I do want to say thank you. Jonathan Martin, political senior, political columnist, Jonathan Martin, I want to say thank you for being on the side that is providing the right side with something that truly unifies us because right now we are watching the democrat party implode because of its lies its deceit its wickedness and its evil and its wokeism which is a blend of all those wicked things into one so thank you for helping to unify the republican party and the conservative ideology thank you for that i do appreciate that it's not the only one but hey thank you We'll take it. Anyways, he goes on to say, Jonathan Martin goes on to say, Donald Trump is to Democrats what wokeism is to the GOP, and it is the singular cohesive unifying force, okay? The backlash to the perceived excess of the left, which is basically what wokeism is, is what galvanizes the GOP. It's not any policy agenda. It's not so, of course, he is playing into that, Martin claimed. Political activist Maria Teresa Kumar, however, suggested that wokeism is actually a political agenda that should be embraced by the Democrat Party. Um, um, Maria Teresa Kumar, I believe I'm saying your name correctly, it is embraced by the Democrat Party. So to even suggest that they need to embrace it or should embrace it, I, I don't know where you've been. Have you been under a rock? I mean, honestly, have you been under a rock? Uh, come out into the into the sunlight. Come out into the day. Come out where the air is fresh. Come on, come out of the darkness. Get out from underneath that rock, all right? Um, wokeism 
is a political agenda that has been completely and fully embraced by the Democrat Party. Um, if you don't understand that, and if you truly don't understand that, then I don't know where you've been. You know, they say men are what from Mars and women are from Venus. Well, maybe you should get back down to Earth. Maybe you should get back down to Earth and see what really has been happening. The reason the Democrat Party is falling apart right now and imploding in on itself is because of wokeism. They've fully embraced it, and it's 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 causing so much havoc among many Americans, but especially the left. So, anyways. Let me go on. Kumar says this as, as well. Oftentimes, people say that DeSantis is a strong opponent to the Democrats because he is where woke goes to die. And the challenge that he doesn't realize is that woke is what got Americans ACA. I don't know what that stands for. ACA. Woke is what basically wants to make sure people have gay marriage. <laughs> woke is giving women agency over giving women agency over their bodies and woke is making sure a child in a classroom is not fearful that they'll lose their life and that is juxtaposed to what the majority of americans actually want kumar said um no kumar again uh, um whatever rock you're under please you need to dig out from underneath that dark cold damp place come into the sunlight and see how things really work. Um, this is this is uh, some of her things that she points out here is strange. Um, what is wokeism and children being safe in the classroom have to have to do with one another, especially when most all now listen, ladies and gentlemen, and you can look this up, do a little research. Maybe I will do it some point for you, but don't wait for me because I might not be able to get around to it. There's so many things happening and needing to be talked about. But um, some of the people, most, I should say, most all the people that have gone into these schools and, and committed these horrendous school shootings, they are uh, what we might call woke. They're not conservatives. They are not right-leaning um, Republicans. They were not and are not members of the NRA. As a matter of fact, I don't think, if I remember correctly, the last study that I've seen on this, I don't think not one of them was actually a member of the NRA. As a matter of fact, they were very left-leaning, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for, liberal-minded. In other words, they were woke, and they went and killed all these people. Why? Woke, wokeism, being woke, wokeism, it messes you with your brain. It, 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 kinda, it, makes you, it is a mental illness that leads to severe mental illness, even murder. And this even proves it and shows it. So, Miss um, Kumar... Um, Ms. Kumar, um, maybe, just maybe, you would like to do a little research, an honest, honest research. Get the facts, just the facts. Doesn't have to be right-leaning, doesn't have to be le just facts. And you'll see for yourself. And then you can kind of wake up, come into the light, smell the coffee, and you hopefully at that point will be smart enough to realize that you've been living a lie You've been lied to, and your wokeism has actually made you sound, well, rather, I'll be nice and just say foolish. There's other words that come to my mind, but I'm speaking to a lady. Foolish. Let me go on. Todd says this. It sounds like you think that Democrats should take back woke rather than ignore the attacks. 
Todd replied. Take back woke? I don't even know what that means. It sounds like you think that Democrats should take back woke rather than ignore the attacks? Todd replies. I didn't, were we talking about, or were they even talking about any attacks? Anyways, let's go on. Corporations actually want woke, right? They don't want a DeSantis regulating what they can and cannot say. Look at what's happening with Disney right now. This is an opportunity for them to not only reclaim it, but to recognize it is actually their strength. It is what got Joe Biden to the White House. (laughs) Sorry, Lord. Uh, Please, let, let, let let me finish this. It is what got Joe Biden to the White House because it animated not just women, and it animated a whole generation of young people, Kumar responded. Okay, what got Joe Biden to the White House and has been proven over and over again, again, please, all of you, Chucky baby, Chucky Todd, Chuck baby, Jonathan, whatever your name was, and Kumar, come on, please, ladies and gentlemen, please do yourself a favor. Number one, shut up, because you guys are sounding more and more foolish the more you, and I'm reading these as quotes, ladies and gentlemen out there. These are quotes. This is what they actually said. So these three have said some pretty stupid things in just this one article. Can you imagine sitting around a table with them and spending an entire evening with them? Can you imagine spending an evening with them after they've had a couple of glasses of wine and their lips actually were loosened up by the alcohol? Oh my gosh, it would be Comedy Central. So she claims, Kumar responds, and she says that it. This wokeism is what got Joe Biden to the White House. But we know, ladies and gentlemen, anybody that's got two brain cells, usually I say three, but you don't even need three anymore. You only need two firing, two working brain cells to know and understand at this point in time, after everything we've known, what has been, uh, what has come out, what has been uh, reported on, what we have seen, what has been caught on video, what's been um printed and 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 emailed and texted and all of that stuff we know that joe biden is illegitimate and a lot of people say well then why is he still there why can't they win in court because they won't even take it why is that because there's too many people in the crosshairs too many people in the crosshairs you get the right people in there and look it's gonna it's if you got this is i i I, i'm 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 beside myself right now, ladies and gentlemen, because of the foolishness of this. I'm completely beside myself. (sighs) If Joe Biden was removed, what that would do, it was also take off the protection, okay? If he was removed, the protection of all these um, left-leaning liars, deceivers, and such in government and the media, all of that would be exposed. And we're seeing that little by little by little. Um, You know, like Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, we're seeing that little by little by little. The release of the January 6th videos, we're seeing their deception, their lies, little by little by little. And all of this wokeism stuff, they said corporations actually want woke, right? Um, Not necessarily because the ones, ladies and gentlemen, that are going woke there's a, now a nice little catchphrase that says, go woke, go broke, because many of these woke corporations are actually suffering financially because of wokeism. So the smart ones don't want it, all right? It's just the way it works. So um, no, Kumar, um, please, again, go do some research, go get the facts, go get the information, go look at it. Um, Joe Biden is not in the White House because of wokeism. Joe Biden is in the White House because of fraud and deceit.
and lies and broken laws and anti-constitutional actions. There you go. Let me go on. Since DeSantis has frequently touted Florida as the place where woke goes to die. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. Most notably leading up to his re-election as governor in November where he won by double-digit margin. That should tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. And that should tell everybody running for office throughout the United States. The reality of it is that more people are conservative-leaning in their day-to-day affairs including many who vote liberal. Because I know, personally know people that vote Democrat, vote liberal tickets, even though they claim, but for me, I'm not going to do those things. Like, you know, uh, they're going to vote for abortionists. Well, I'm personally against abortion. But, 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 maybe the next person needs it. That's not the way it works. If abortion is bad for you, it's bad for everybody. That's just the way it's supposed to be. So what they do is that they, they they vote these tickets, they vote these tickets, and they're convicted. They have this conviction of heart that they did something stupid, and now they're trying to backtrack to to make it sound right, so it, it eases the pain of their own heart. Ladies and gentlemen, forget the little R, the little D. Look at the policies and the policies that govern your own personal lives, and if it works. If it works, if you personally are against the murder of the unborn, we'll vote that way. If you personally are against homosexual marriage, vote that way. If you personally are against wokeism because you look at it and you see, yeah, this is weird, it's strange, and it could destroy our country, then vote that way. I mean, it's as simple as that. Quit making excuses just because grandma voted a certain way or mama voted a a certain way, especially you men, grow some and, and be your own man and start voting your convictions. Anyways, that's not where I wanted to, how I wanted to end this, and I'm not. I'm going to go on and read some of this other article because, well, you'll see. Anyways, that first article from Fox News was, again, written by Lindsay Cornick, associate editor at Fox News Digital. This nest, nest, next article was actually published October 28th, 2017 in um, Cato, C-A-T-O dot org, from the Cato Institute, Cato, C-A-T-O dot org. And it says, a hundred years of communism, death and deprivation. Now remember, DeSantis just came under fire for wanting to teach on the evils of communism. When I saw that, I said, let me find something that talks a little bit about the evils of communism. And I found this, and I'm going to read this to you. So this uh, article, it says, appeared on Richmond Times Dispatch, October 28th, 2017. And now the Cato Institute picks it up um, and posted it on their site. And it starts, on November 9, 1989, the Berlin Wall fell. It did so by accident. During a press conference, the spokesman for East Berlin's Communist Party noted that citizens of the German Democratic Republic would be allowed to travel to the West for months Pressure was building on the authorities as tens of thousands of East Germans tried to flee to West Germany via the unguarded Hungarian frontier. To regain control of the situation, the authorities agreed to start providing exit visas to the restless populace in the near future. But both the nature and the timing of the concession got lost in a frenzy of questions that followed the announcement. The word of the border opening spread like wildfire. By midnight, thousands of Berliners squared off against a few dozen 
confused policemen guarding the Bornholmer Street checkpoint. Overwhelmed, the police let the people through. Over the next three days, three million East Germans got their first taste of the life in the West. Now, did you capture that, ladies and gentlemen? This is what communism is about. Complete and total control to the point that you can't even travel. And in this case, there was a wall set up. You cannot cross the boundaries of that wall from East Germany into West Germany. That's how wicked and evil and controlling communism really is. So Governor DeSantis, I don't know if you'll ever listen to this, but if you do or anybody uh, around you does, please, I want you to know how happy I am, how thrilled I am that you have the courage and the common sense and the wherewithal to stand up and say, we're going to teach on the evils of communism. Let me go on with this article. So anyways, over three, in three days, three million East Germans got their first taste of the life in the West. In other words, they got their first taste of what it is to actually be free. The verdict of history is clear, but only if people are willing to see it. Let me read that again. The verdict of history is clear, but only if people are willing to see it. Remember, Chuck Todd even said he learned of the evils of communism in school, and it's called history. And so the writer of this article says the verdict of history is clear, but only if people are willing to see it. And that's the sad thing in our day and age right now here in America, that many people are not willing to see and understand and embrace the truth and the verdict the true verdict of history. The communist authority, back to the article, the communist authority in East Germany crumbled along with the wall. Within a year, the two Germanys were reunified. In Bulgaria, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Poland, and Romania, communist governments met the same fate. Finally, in August 1991, communism fell in the Soviet Union and the country dissolved on December 20. Sixth, 28 years later, those of us who lived through those momentous days still cherish the freedoms that we gained. For most people, alas, communism is but an echo of a distant past, so much so that socialism, an economic system of communist countries, is experiencing something of a renaissance. In Venezuela, for example, an 18-year-old experiment with socialism is entering a horrific denouement marked by hyperinflation, hunger, rising infant mortality rates, and increasingly brutal suppression of the opposition. In the United Kingdom, an unrepentant socialist came within a few percentage points of winning this year's election, while in the United States, a socialist senator almost became a, the Democrats the Democratic Party nominee for presidency, and I'm assuming he's talking about Bernie Sanders. Which again, Bernie Sanders, you are a traitor to the United States of America. And as far as I'm concerned, I would not be upset if federal agents entered your office or your home and took you away in handcuffs. That's just me. Let us therefore remind ourselves what what communism wrought. Back to the article here. Writing in this newspaper, A. Burton Hinkle noted, A is his first initial, A. Burton Hinkle noted that while the Soviet Union is no more and communism has been discredited in most eyes for many years, it is hard even now to grasp the sheer scale of agony imposed by the brutal ideology of collectivism. Indeed, the Black Book of Communism, a post 
mortem of communist atrocities compiled by European and American academics in 1997 concluded that the human cost of genocides, extrajudicial executions, deportations, and artificial famines stood at over 94 million. Did you catch that, ladies and gentlemen? Over 94 million. Professor Mark Kramer from the Davis Center for Russian and Eurasian Studies at Harvard University edited the Black Book, Subsequent Research. He told me, suggests that the total number of people who died unnatural deaths under communist regimes is upward of 80 million. Let's put that new number in perspective. Between 1825 and 1917, wrote Stéphane Courtois. I'm not French. I think I'm saying that correct. From, uh, from the French National Center for Scientific Research, the Tsarist regime in Russia carried out 6,321 political executions, whereas in two months of official red terror in the fall of 1918, Bolshevism achieved some 15,000. Okay, so political executions in in Tsar, Tsar regime in Russia, 6,321 political executions, but in 1918, under Bolshevism, achieved some 15,000 political executions. Or consider the Inquisition. Now, this is to make some comparison. Consider the Inquisition. According to Professor... Agostino Borromeo, a historian of Catholicism at the Sapienza University in Rome, there were some 125,000 trials of suspected heretics in Spain, and that was between 1478 and 1834. So that's nearly 400 years. It's about 340 uh, years, about 300 and 50, we'll say 50 years. So 350 years, there was 125,000 trials of suspected heretics in Spain. Only 1%, about 1% of the defendants, i.e. 1,250, were executed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me stop right there. That's way too much over something like this, but still 350 years for 1,250 executions is far different than in one year, or I'm sorry, in just a few short years, 6,321, okay, in about uh, less than 100, about 70 years, 80 years, about 80 years, 6,321 from the Tsar re regimes in Russia. But in one year, in the fall, in the fall, so not even one year, that's what, three, four months? In 1918, Bolshevism achieved some 15,000. Now put that into perspective. The, the Inquisition, 1,250 executions in 350 years. In about 80, 85 years um, under the, the Tsar regime in Russia, 6,321, okay? But 15,000 um, Bolshevism achieved some 15,000 executions in the fall, in the fall. So what, approximately four months, three months, four months of 1918. That is the history of, and that's what communism leads to. And we have all these people trying to push it here in America. I, I for one, don't want it. Okay. So I, I did some, anyways, let me finish reading this one little portion. Then I, I did some math. 
Yes, I did some math, ladies and gentlemen. It says, finally consider the counter-reformation. Queen Bloody Mary, who tried to restore Catholicism to England between 1553 and 1558, so that's only five years, sent 280 dissidents to the stake. Between November 1970, 1917, when the communists came to power in Russia, and the North Korean famine in the mid-1990s, communists were responsible for deaths of at least 154 people every hour. Okay, so communism, communists, between 1917 and mid-1990s, that's not even 100 years, ladies and gentlemen, it's not 100 years, uh, that's more like, uh, let's see, let's say uh, 80, so a little less, about 75 years, roughly 75 years, um, between North Korea and uh, communism in North Korea and in Russia, there was 154 people per hour on average that they were that communist communism is responsible for. So I did. Here's my math. I wanted to explain all that because here's my math. I did the math. I multiplied. I found how many hours. I found out how many people. I multiplied how many hours there were in that time frame, and uh, at a, and then I multiplied 154 you know, by the hours. And here's the numbers, ladies and gentlemen, and this coincides with what we understand and we know uh, from history. All right. That's over 105 million people died in approximately 75, 76 years, somewhere around there, because as a, a direct result of communism, that's 105 with one, two, three, four, five, six zeros, 105 with six zeros behind it, 105 million people in approximately 75 years. And again, we have traders in America right now trying to push communism on our young people. Let me finish up this article. I'm almost done. Consider also the economic legacy of communism. While socialist economies of Central and Eastern Europe continued to grow for much of the communist period, capitalist countries in Western Europe grew faster. Did you capture that, ladies and gentlemen? That even if, you know, the less effective, um, less evil, slightly, socialism, these countries uh, grew economically, of course, faster than, than under full communism, but capitalist countries... Countries under capitalism in that same area of Europe grew much faster. So that means that the people became more prosperous in that given locale of the world uh, under capitalism. They, they became more um, prosperous under capitalism than socialism and especially over communism. They're dying in communism. They're completely restricted in socialism. And in capitalism, they're free and prosperous. Let me go on. It says, for example, look at East and West Germany. At the end of World War II, average incomes in Germany were, by definition, equal. By 1989, West German incomes were almost twice as high as those in East Germany. Then there's North and South Korea. Anybody watching that now, that should be an embarrassment to everybody who thinks communism, Marxism is a good idea. But nonetheless, let me read this. Then there's North and South Korea. Once again, incomes in Korea were equal at that time, okay? On average, at the conclusion of World War II, contemporary data for North Korea is tough to come by, but Professor Angus Madison of Groningen University estimated that in 2008, 
South Koreans were 18 times richer than North Koreans. And ladies and gentlemen, if you know anything about South Korea versus North Korea, in South Korea, they actually have choice. They actually get to eat every day. They're not starving. They're not going hunger. They're not malnourished. But in North Korea, that's not the case. Many people are starving. Many people are malnourished. Many people are weak, brain completely brainwashed. In South Korea, they have freedom to come and go as they please, freedom to learn what they want to learn and where they want to learn it, freedom to up and move. But in North Korea, it is absolutely so restricted that most North Koreans have no idea or clue what it's like in any other part of the world. Just thought I'd know. So when it says South Koreans are 18 times richer than North Koreans, that's barely the tip of the iceberg. But let's go on. I'm almost done. Finally, those who are truly interested in the reality of daily life under socialism can see it for themselves by visiting Cuba or Venezuela. No matter where it is tried, communism has always resulted in mountains of dead bodies. As for socialist economics, it has always resulted in shortages, inefficiency, poverty, and desperation. The verdict of history is clear, but only if people are willing to. To see it. The author of this article is Marion L. Uh, Tupi, T U P Y, Tuppy, Senior Fellow, Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, his words, and I totally agree with this the verdict of history is clear, but only if people are willing to see it. Those of you who actually think in our day and age, right now, here, especially in America, that you think communism, socialism, or any of those isms has any kind of virtue. You have been brainwashed. You've been lied to. Or or uh, you have some mental illness with uh, that comes along with some brainwashing, lie, and deceit. I'm sorry. That's just a matter of fact. That's just the truth. That's just the way it is. There are some serious issues and problems with the mentality or with the idea that communism could ever work or would work or socialism could ever work or would work or Marxism, Leninism, or any of those other isms. Why is America so wealthy? It's capitalism. You might, you might yeah, but we did. Uh, there's no yeah, but to it. The system of, of communism versus capitalism, there really is no comparison. Communism is evil and wicked and leads to the deaths of untold millions. Capitalism leads to prosperity and greater freedom, especially economically. And that's something each and every one of us enjoys. You know, some of you who are complaining against capitalism, but you are for communism, I mean, you're hypocrites because you're, you're, you're complaining about it on a computer, on an iPad, on a phone, and those are all products of capitalism. You drive in a car, capitalism. Anything that was created and somebody got a paycheck for that creation or that or, or that engineering, that building of it, that's called capitalism. They weren't forced to do it. They did it on their own volition. So those who work in auto plants here in America, capitalism, they're making a paycheck and, and you get to go purchase a car, which again, capitalism that you get to ride in. Same thing with your iPhone. Same thing with your house. Same thing with your clothing. Same thing with your food. You're enjoying all the benefits of capitalism while complaining against it. That's hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy. And it's just foolish. But you all don't think about that. And these these uh, professors that are in these schools pushing communism, Marxism over capitalism while they're getting a paycheck, <laughs> while they're getting a paycheck, and those 
paychecks are based upon people paying their tuitions to the school. That's all capitalism. That's all capitalism. So capitalism is working for them and they're bashing the very system that's actually working for them. And then the school kids are bashing the very system that's been working for them, working for their parents, working for their grandparents. It, it, it's absurd. You don't see people in, in um, capitalistic countries standing in line to go move to and flee to communist countries. But you certainly see lots of communists trying to flee to capitalist nations to get away from that uh, bondage, that murder, that uh, horrendous lifestyle. You see people in China wanting to get to the United States. You see people in, uh, in especially Soviet Russia at that time, wanting to get to the United States, wanting to get to the Western world, wanting to get to freedom. You see that in Venezuela right now. You see that in Cuba. You see, I mean, the people in Cuba will tie their furniture together to make a makeshift boat and, and put their lives on the line and try to sail over to Florida just to escape communism in their own country. You don't see Floridians going, hey, I really hate DeSantis. I really hate him so much because he wants to teach us against the dangers and the evil of communism. We need to get out of here. Let's tie our furniture together, Betty. Let's tie our furniture to together, kids, and paddle our way to Cuba because they have communism over there and it really works. Nobody does that. And there's a reason why nobody does that. Nobody's fleeing to Venezuela. Nobody's fleeing to, to Cuba. Nobody's fleeing to communist China except maybe those in a worst communist country, North Korea. And why? Because communism is wicked. Communism is evil. And it, it, it leads to murder. It leads to death. And it's not the spread of wealth. It's the spread of misery. And the only people that benefit from communism or socialism is the people at the top who are ruling everybody else and making the plans and making the decisions. <laughs> so they have figured out how to use their uh, capitalism in a communistic or socialistic regime, which proves capitalism is still uh, superior to any other ism economically. But you guys just, uh, anyways, I hope that you really start seeing this. I hope you start getting this. Ladies and gentlemen, please call your local schools, call your local school boards, call them and say, we do not want communism taught as if it's a positive thing. We want the evils the wickedness and the truth of communism taught in our schools. We want our children to know that communism leads not just to some deaths, but in a 75-year uh, history can lead to well over 100 million deaths directly. That's communism. And socialism, ladies and gentlemen, isn't much better. But communism is flat wicked. And we need that out of America 100%. Thank you again for joining us at Table Flippers. Please check out our merchandise. We have hats, hoodies, water bottles, all kinds of cool things. You can find all of the, our merchandise at tableflippers.com. That's tableflippers.com. And please write me. Please let me know how I'm doing. Write me at gwccrobert. That's one word, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Give me the good letters, give me the bad letters, tell me the great things I'm doing, tell me the bad things I'm doing. I want to hear it all. Have a great day.